Welcome to an elite group of women in the Mumpreneurs Club, a podcast designed for women in business with children and social lives. Whoever said you can't have your cake and eat it too didn't listen to an episode of the Mumpreneurs Club. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Mumpreneurs Club. So restrictions are easing and the world looks like it's somewhat going back to normal. But what is this new normal going to be for a lot of businesses on the other end? A lot of businesses in Europe, um, especially Greece, that I've been speaking to family and friends there who have been lifted from lockdown have said that cafes and restaurants and businesses are open and um, there's warmer weather there because they're obviously going there in summer where opposite seasons to us but the cafes are still empty and they're not getting that business that they used to get pre-COVID and that's something that I think for Victoria 1st of June restrictions eased and allowed 20 patrons to dine inside um, in different dining zones. And just driving past Turak Road yesterday, which was the 1st of June, as I was on my way to the Botox lady who I was waiting eagerly to see during all this restriction time. So the very first thing that I did was go down there. And mind you, there was a line of women just like me waiting to see her. Um I noticed that a lot of the cafes were quiet and I think that this is something that really needs to be discussed because during lockdown there was this notion or mentality from business owners that once Dan Andrews lifted the restrictions that things would go back to normal, that just the customers will come through the door and everything will be fine. And of course, that's not going to be the case because there are a lot of other factors that are influencing the market and the economy. You know, one thing to keep in mind is when restrictions first got imposed on us, we really struggled. And and that's because it takes about 30 days for a habit to form. So for the first 30 days of restrictions, we were going through all the stages of of grief, denial, anger, everything. And then we started getting used to it. And a lot of us actually started to flourish. And now that we're finding ourselves in the situation where restrictions are lifting, a lot of people, myself included, are not rushing out the door to have dinner or to socialise. And There's a number of reasons why. One, it's freaking cold outside. Two, I don't know about everyone else, but my pants don't fit me because I've been in active wear and pajamas and, you know, jeggings most of this time. So the the reality of trying to put on your normal clothes and realizing they're a bit tight has really smacked me in the face. Um, And three, it's still a little bit uneasy you're not really, you you sort of feel like you're doing something wrong when you go out. I mean, I know I felt really weird yesterday going and getting my Botox done. Like I loved it, but I felt like I was breaking the rules and I don't think I'd be game enough to actually have dinner without feeling like I'm doing something wrong. And I think it would 
spark anxiety for me. So the whole idea of it is great in theory, but I'm not quite ready to do it yet. And I sort of want to wait and see what's going on before I delve into that because things aren't back to normal and I don't feel like they're back to normal. And of course, the other big thing is finance. A lot of people are struggling. They're on JobKeeper or JobSeeker or or some sort of grant. Um, Or even worse, there are those that have fallen through the cracks and are not on any sort of benefit and are just trying to fend for themselves and stick it out. That meal or that extra luxury is probably something you're not going to do at all or not do that often anymore. And you're just going to choose to eat at home like you've been doing all this time. And we're all sort of... used to it, I would guess that, you know, it's just, it's just the new norm. We've created that new norm that we've been talking about. So now going back to the old ways is, is, is a routine and a habit that we need to readjust to, and that's going to take time. So for a lot of business owners, I think it's important to realize that if you haven't allowed for that and you haven't prepared for that, it is going to be a big smack in the face. And the best thing to do And the best thing that you should have done is during COVID, a lot of successful businesses and good business owners were working in their business, like I said before, not just burying their head in the sand or saying, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to wait for this to be over and just in denial that the world is just going to magically switch on one day and be normal. The ones that focused on their Instagram, the ones that focused on their business model, how to promote it, how to appeal to niche markets, how to be part of the community and how to have a bigger platform are the ones that are going to benefit. And you've got to look at this as like a rebirth. I think it would be a very bad idea if you were a a hospitality establishment, cafe, takeaway, uh, restaurant, anything like that. It would be a bad idea, in my opinion, if you reopened with no change. It can be a subtle change depending on the budget and what you can do, but there needs to be a change because people are coming out of this and they're not the same. Emotionally, mentally, we have gone through something that has changed us. All of us have been changed on some level and we are craving that rebirth. We are craving that change. So a lick of paint, changing your logo slightly, just something that can inspire our senses and um, make us feel excited, make us feel curious. That is going to be really important. Change your menu, do something to be part of the community. When people are going to spend their money now, they're going to be a lot more mindful about where their money is going. Stupid mindless spending, I think, is going to be a thing of the past, especially as the economy continues to struggle. So I think it's really important for local businesses to look at how they can set themselves up to be part of the community or to offer money towards a charity or something that can help a consumer feel like their their money is going to something mindful, to something that's actually going to help them. For example, consider using um, recycled material for your coffee cups. I would prefer to pay $4 for a coffee where I think that they are environmentally friendly and they're doing the right thing towards global warming than somewhere that's not. Um, another good idea would be look at changing your menu. 
if you are a restaurant and you haven't changed your menu in a, in a, in a while, now would be a really great time to get people curious and coming to try a new menu and hiring a photographer to take images of your food and really promoting it on social media to show people visually what you have in store to offer. So many of us have been eating from home or from cartons at Uber Eats that the visual of a glass of wine and a nice plate with decorative food presented well is going to be really attractive because that's something that we've missed. You know, I've been eating really sloppy, chucked on food that I've just cooked myself, not sitting there piping sauce and, you know, using the little squeezy bottles to garnish things and, and do all of that. So for me, visually, it would stimulate me to see that restaurant-inspired food that I've missed out on all this time. If you're not doing that, then you're not giving people that reason to leave their home and spend their money. So as a business owner, you need to think, what, why am I making these people spend money on my business? And what are they getting from spending this money from my business? And it can't just be your service. The market is too competitive and people are really tight with their money. So if you're saying that they're just going to get your service, you might find that that's not good enough anymore and you need that competitive edge to really get them off the couch. We were trying all this time to get everyone on the couch. Now we need to get them the fuck off the couch. And the way you're going to do that is really asking yourself the question on a really freezing cold night where the weather is shit, what is going to make Al get off the couch and come into my restaurant and have a meal? And think about your community. Think about what's important. Are you in a green community where environment is really important? Are you in a community where sport is really important? You might decide to assist a local sporting team. A lot of sporting clubs are reopening now. I got an email from my son's football team that training is going to start again on Thursday. So think about reaching out to a lot of these community sporting events places, organizations, and seeing how you can help each other uh, with promotion and maybe a percentage of proceeds going towards that and, and going back into the community. That way, people will start being a little bit more mindful and thinking, do you know what? I can order Uber Eats from my local restaurant and stay in the, on the couch and just in my comfy clothes, or I can go out and eat at that restaurant that is also helping the local kids' football team by giving 10% of their proceeds from the Palmer. Something like that might entice more people. The logo rebranding, I think, is also something really important to look at because, as I said, we are all going through a rebirth and we're all coming out of this different. So doing something creative and changing your logo slightly or making the colors different and pop, I think, is really important and a really nice way to um, just give your business a rebirth as we've given ourselves individually all a rebirth of some kind. We've all gone through a lesson. We've all gone through uh, a growth phase in this period. There's There's been a lot to learn and there's been a lot to adapt to. And I think businesses need to reflect that. The more personality and emotion that you can put into your business, the better it is in terms of survival and growth after COVID or um, in the ease of restrictions 
environment of COVID, that's really important to, to consider. Your business and your brand is not just a thing. You need to give it life. You need to give it personality and you need to think about who you're really targeting and what their needs and desires would be now not what they were before, because as I said, we've all changed. And so what might have worked before is unlikely to work now. And certainly doing nothing but opening your doors and putting something on Facebook or Instagram saying, yay, we're open, that's not going to cut it. And you're soon going to realize that. And owners that aren't patient and aren't able to adapt and really focus into their marketing, you know, the one of the funniest things in terms of what I've seen with a lot of business owners that have failed is that when times are tough or when money is short or sales are declining, one of the very first things that they take off their list of expenses is marketing. And you can ask any business coach, any mentor, any successful entrepreneur out there, when times are tough, it is when you need to inject more money and invest more money in marketing because that is when, if you think about it, you really need to tell people, hey, come over here, come to me, buy from me, seek service from me. Now, if you don't do that, how on earth are you going to get those clients? It's a catch-22. If you don't have clients or if you're losing business and then you disappear and you're not present, I mean, ask yourself the question, how is your business going to grow? Are you just going to hope that they stumble across you one day? The answer is no. The answer is you need to focus on marketing. That needs to be one of the last things that you cut from your budget. And unfortunately, It's not. For so many people, it's one of the first things. But in my opinion, it's a little bit like health insurance. I personally would rather eat two-minute noodles if I was on a budget than cut my health insurance because I was always raised in the mentality of when as soon as you cut it, you're going to need it. And it's okay when you don't need it, but then that time that you do, you can't backtrack. So, Something to think about, guys. It's really important to focus on your marketing now more than ever. And just remember, be patient. Things aren't going to happen overnight. That magic switch doesn't exist. So it's just important to be mindful and think about what your customers really want and who your customers really are now because you'll find that they have changed, whether they've changed completely in, in target audience or whether they've just changed as individuals. It's a question you need to, to ask yourself. Essentially, you're going to need to go back to the very beginning to the roots of your business and ask what your core values are, what your procedures are going to be and start from scratch. I think that would be the best way. Work it, work from the beginning all the way up to the end and see what your business core values are, structure is and adapt your business model to fit the current demographic, to fit what the community is looking for. You know, a lot of us have had to change our business model and our services during COVID. And I think it's a good idea to keep that going and just growing off that rather than saying, strip COVID plan, we're back out there, let's go back to normal. I think it needs to be more of a keep the COVID plan, 
however that business model was working and slowly add on to it and slowly build your way up to what the new norm might be. And I don't think it's ever going to be what it was before pre-restrictions. So that is why it's really important to work on the business model that you had during restrictions and slowly adding and seeing how your clients and your customers adapt to it and how they respond to it. If you were a business that was shut down, as I said, reopen, but reopen with something different, whether it's new services, whether it's a change in color scheme, a change in logo, rebranding, whatever it might be, you need to get people to be curious and to come back. If you're just the same beauty salon that you were before COVID, it might not cut it. I mean, The first couple of weeks, if you're a beauty salon, I'm sure you're very busy because most women like me were lining up yesterday, 1st of June, as soon as the restrictions lifted. But that's going to slowly fizzle. And you'll find that as the economy struggles and things are getting tougher, women are probably going to extend their shellac and their SNS from every four weeks to six weeks to maybe just trying to paint them from home when money is really tight. So you need to think about that and get your head out of the sand and ask yourself, how am I going to get these women to come back? What is going to help them feel better about paying that 60 or $70 in doing that service? And it might be giving some proceeds towards something in the community so that they feel like they're doing something good. Otherwise, if it's just... um getting yourself groomed when the market gets tougher and things will get tougher, especially when a lot of the grants like JobKeeper and that come to an end and business hasn't fully recovered, it's not, you know, government's not going to give us money forever, guys. So it's really important to realize that mortgages are going to kick in again, rent is going to be uh, due again, and all these bills that we're, you know, a lot of us aren't paying now are going to come piling back on. So, It's really important to think to yourself, is your customer going to be able to afford your services or your product? And if the answer is maybe or you're not quite sure, you need to think ahead of that and say, okay, well, how will I get them through the door? Some might not be able to get through the door. Some might just taper off and and that's part of a declining economy. But really good businesses and savvy business owners will try and keep... um, a big, a big portion of their clientele by looking at things they can do to keep them buying and to keep them going. And I really do believe, especially for beauty and things where females and males might think it's a bit of a selfish act or a luxurious act of kindness to themselves. You know, getting your nails done for a lot of people isn't a necessity. It is for me, but not for everyone. You know, you might have to think to yourself, what is going to make that individual continue to spend that money to do their nails, um, it might be that they feel like they're being charitable or they're they're helping community. The other really good thing to do, guys, is put a face, as I said, to your business. Show who your business is. If you're a family-run business, if you're comfortable, there's nothing better than putting yourself out there. And Instagram and Insta stories are a really good way of doing that. Show your family, show your values, because when people see the face and the personality behind the business, they start to appreciate the values and it starts to give that business life and people then become loyal 
to that business and to you and they see your growth. So it's really important, especially now when we have been so community-based and so aware of everybody's situation that you put your story out there and you show people who you are behind the logo and behind the sign um, is, is really quite important to do. People are really looking for going back to their roots, family-owned businesses, businesses that are have been around for a very long time. A lot of communities are really aware of wanting to keep those businesses going. You know, if you've been a butcher in your local community for 40 years or 20 years or whatever it might be, it's really good to promote that. It's really good to share the story that your dad started it or, you know, your grandma first came and started this business and then it just passed on in to your family through generations. All these things are really important stories that your customers need to know. And you may have said it at one point, but it's a really good time to consider resharing that. A good example is uh, one of the cafes in my local community has been in the last couple of years, I'd say, actively sharing photos and memories. They've been in business, I think it's been 30 years and it's a family-run business and they're showing photos of the dad you know, back in the 80s, how he first started, how he started making the cakes, um, old photos of him in the kitchen with his son who now is, you know, grown up that runs one of their second businesses. And that's really important because that sense of nostalgia and that sense of community is what's going to keep people loyal to you because they're going to feel like they know you. And it's really hard to stop going somewhere or to stop Um, a service when you know the person or when you feel like you own the person because it's that sense of loyalty and that's what you need to be establishing, that connection. And Instagram stories are a really good way to do that and a a cheap way to, to market your business. So I'd be saying to focus on that and speaking to your local council about different ways that you can help um, be involved in, in things that, can get you out there in a in a good way, in a, in a way where it shows that you're actually helpful and you're a really big part of the community. That's all from me, guys. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of the Mumpreneurs Club.